When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yes, it's Friday. Which means it's a real reviews day and we're going to kind of go a little bit crazy this week because we're going to be talking about the Joker. But Niall O'Brien is in studio as always. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Now, we're getting straight down to it because we have some movie news. Scorsese v Marvel. What's yes. going on here? Well, basically Martin Scorsese, who's kind of doing the rounds at the moment because The Irishman, his Netflix movie, is going to be out soon. And he's been asked what he thinks of the space of superhero movies. And what he said was, you know, uh, I've, I've tried to watch them, but it's not cinema. And Ooh. there's been a bit of a backlash uh, from that, as you can imagine. Yes. What he said is the closest thing that he would refer them to would be like a theme park ride. So now there's been a bit of obviously people jump into the defense of the Marvel movies. I'm a big Marvel movie fan. Samuel L. Jackson, in his own inimitable way, has said uh, basically he said, well, not everybody likes Scorsese films either. But he probably had a few F words in there. Yes, as well. I'm sure it wasn't as clean <laughs> as you were making yeah. it to be. Uh, and James Gunn, who uh, is the director of Guardians of Galaxy uh, tweeted uh, and he, I think he sums it up quite well he says Martin Scorsese is one of my five favourite living filmmakers I was outraged when people picketed The Last Temptation of Christ without having seen the film I'm saddened that he's now judging my films in the same way oh so yeah that's I think a good that's, way but that's yeah. a good thing now. yeah Scorsese yeah. Oh, come on now I like, mean you so can, good. what you can say is you don't you know they're not for you they're not your taste or whatever but I think to kind of say they're not cinema uh, is, is a bit rough Martin. is he uh, cantankerous is he getting old and cantankerous oh, Get older and cantankerous. Apparently, I'm as old as Scooby Doo. I didn't like that, so that made me cantankerous. But actually, on the Scooby Doo note, did you, were you a fan? Did you like it? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of different iterations of it. I liked all the Hanna Barbera mm. comics, or sorry, cartoons rather. Um, yeah. Um, I wouldn't have been a huge fan of the movie. No. There's a new re- reboot, of course, coming there is. out next year called Scoob with Zac Efron doing a voice and I think Will Forte does the voice of Shaggy so Scooby will be back in the in No, the, I won't be watching that. Years old. I won't be watching that one at okay. all. No, it's leave Scooby where he is. But you know, I, I played a montage taj earlier on oh. of like, you know, where they say it's always like the, the creepy uh, guy who owns... It's old Ben the, Withers who yes. owns the old abandoned amusement park. Yeah. <laughs> There's a montage right. online <laughs> where they go, oh, I would have got away with it without yeah. you pesky kids or whatever. Yeah. You strike me as being the guy that's like that that would be okay. like you know, I pull, pull my thing yes. off and I'm suddenly old man withers okay yes. no, I'm no? really getting it today <laughs> and speaking of characters who life just 
grinds under under his heel. We're doing a review today of Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Yes. But before we do, I think we'll have a little Joker on the big screen retrospective. Yes. And I have a question to ask you. Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. <laughs> Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty iconic. Jack Nicholson there Jack is the Nicholson, Joker, yeah. yeah. So we're going to give a quick run down through kind of the history of the Joker on the, on the silver screen before we talk about Joaquin's movie. Um, and the Joker, if you don't know, was created in 1940 by Bob Kane, Bill Finger and Jerry Robinson uh, as the arch nemesis, if you like, of Batman. But what you may not know is that the look of the character and the character itself was based on a character from a 1928 movie called The Man Who Laughs. Now, people at home obviously won't oh. see this I God, have a picture here that, is the that most I am showing which is face. the actor Conrad wow. Veidt wow. who played the character called Gwyn Plain in this movie he looks like he has his mouth like it's widened stretched. and stretched yeah. he is horrendous yeah. looking we put an image up uh, later on on Facebook yeah. for you so that, that's from a, a German movie called The Man Who Laughs based on a Victor Hugo uh, novel and it's about a, a, a character called Gwyn Plain who his father gets in, in trouble and in order to kind of get revenge on him as a child he gets mutilated by the father's enemies and ends up with a Ooh. smile like that wow, okay. so that was uh, yeah that was the inspiration for the Joker character if you like and the next big screen Joker we're going to talk about is from 1966's Batman TV show which was also there's also a movie version of that, that made is this the, the one pow twack this is, yeah, yes. of course the famous one with Adam West and Cesar <laughs> Romero who was a big movie star as well at the time uh, played the Joker and he's famous of course for not shaving off his moustache so if you look at him basically he caked white makeup over his moustache uh, he, he's a pretty good Joker I gotta say you watch him now uh, there's a lot of people who prefer the grim grishy kind of realistic and yes. that's the way things are going but there's a lot of fun in that old Batman TV show you know and it doesn't take itself too seriously definitely doesn't yeah. and it's it's brilliant actually watching it back just for nostalgia's yeah. sake it's great yeah really um, good and now we're on to 1989 Jack Nicholson who we just heard of course played uh, the gangster Jack Napier who fell into a vat of chemicals and became the Joker um, I, this is probably my favourite Batman movie I think it's not perfect I think but it, it's aged quite well if you watch it even now Tim Burton's style and the, uh, the gothic architecture of Gotham City and the performances I mean even just listening there we were all kind yeah. of smiling at and you, you at know you, like he scared the living daylights out of me when he when I saw this first when I was quite young I probably shouldn't have been watching it maybe but um, yeah it's it's and that line and it does it yeah. kind of puts a tingle up your spine yeah. that line you know there, and I think he still has it definitely humour and menace yeah. to the character yeah and um, the actor who has played the Joker more often than any other do you know who this is? Oh God, I don't. It's Mark Hamill from Star Wars. Oh, Luke wow. Skywalker okay, himself. What did he yeah. go, what so he played the Joker famously in the animated series and oh, okay. done the voice as well in uh, all the Arkham video games and some of the DC animated movies. Um, but he made it to the big screen in a, a movie called Mask of the Phantasm, which was based on the animated series. Um, and Mark Hamill is terrific as the Joker, like, and his laugh is fantastic. You gotta uh, have the laugh. The you laugh, have I the would laugh. say, he yeah. has the best Joker laugh. So uh, yeah, Mark Hamill. Uh, then we're on to Heath Ledger fairly iconic yeah. performance in The Dark Knight um, it's I mean this I think is probably one of the best portrayals of the character because 
it really hits all these notes. He's, he's an agent of chaos. You don't know what he's going to do. There's a scene where, you know, he's with all these other gangsters and he just sets fire to millions and millions of dollars because he doesn't yeah. care. You don't know what he wants. He just wants to see things destroyed, you know. And as um, he says it himself, even in one of the scenes, I think he says like, you know, he's like a dog. You know, he doesn't know what to do with it. If he got the ball, he wouldn't know what to do. It, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a famous scene where he's in the back of a police car and he <laughs> sticks his head out the window yeah, just that. like a yeah. dog. Yeah, and I think he kind of, he captures the real really, really insanity of Joker but without being like too comical and too no, OTT. And, and he yes. is a, a really clever character. He's really, mm-hmm. like, He has Batman on the back foot the whole time in this because yeah. he's, a, he's a strategist. You know what I mean? He's got these plans. So yeah, he's a, it's a really good interpretation. Now we go from that to 2016's Suicide Squad with Jared Leto. Which was not which as was, good. Well, it was a different yes, interpretation. Let's say. say. Yes, this movie is two hours, 17 minutes and the Joker... Doesn't we, feature quite it much. Doesn't really. No. And we don't really get a sense of him beyond like, I don't know what he is. He's some kind of gangster rapper Joker. Yeah, know. he does have a good laugh. I will oh, say okay. that. Okay, right. He does yeah, have a good like, yeah. you know, kind of... And he has a, he has got tattoos tattooed on his forehead damaged I think in case we didn't know he's got it literally tattooed on his forehead um, yeah so moving past uh, Suicide Squad <laughs> to when I heard being honest when I heard um, that they were going to bring the Joker back again I thought oh god who is going to follow Heath Ledger because we're going to gloss over Suicide Squad Yeah. and when I heard it was Joaquin Phoenix I thought fantastic yeah. Uh, you know, because yeah. he's such an amazing actor and I knew and he's a real method actor as well. And I knew yeah. that he would bring really so much to this. It, yeah. yeah. So I guess it's time to talk about the, yeah. the movie. So we have a little it's not a clip from the film, it's just a little montage of all the jokers I've spoken of. There. Okay, here they are. Baby Is it just me? Understand me now? Or is it getting crazier out there? If sometimes you see that I'm Sticks the blade in my mouth. When everything Let's goes put a wrong, smile on that bad. face. But I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. Good evening. Ladies and gentlemen. I used to think that my life was a tragedy. But now I realize it's a comedy. Ah, there we go. There we go. This Fishing is with the man himself. This is not a comedy. No, <laughs> Let's just put it no, out there. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a this is the movie following a character called Arthur Fleck, basically, who is a middle-aged man. He's got a mental health problems. He's got a neurological condition that uh, leads him to laugh uncontrollably at the most uh, inappropriate at times. Um, he lives in Gotham City. This is it's set in 1981. Um, there's a garbage strike on. There are these super rats that are running around industry it's a fairly bleak time basically and uh yeah so basically arthur fleck has a succession of kind of bad days if you mm-hmm. like he already has these these mental problems he has a succession of bad days various things happen and uh he kind of becomes in i think it's the last kind of quarter of the movie the, the character the joker that we know so the question is now is this film good yes it is 
the central performance of Joaquin Phoenix is fantastic. The recreation of the 80s, I mean, it's New York essentially, mm-hmm. uh, is is brilliant. Um, the uh, My... My thing about this movie is that it stands on the shoulders of much better films. It wears its influences like The King of Comedy or Taxi Driver to the point where you kind of go, there's homage and then there's ripping it off. Oh, no. uh, I I mean, that's not a bad thing, but I think there's a whole generation of people who see this and not have seen King of Comedy, you know, and kind of think, oh, well, this is amazing. This is this was done maybe better in in movies like King of Comedy you know what I mean back in the day this film I think doesn't know what it wants to say about um, about, it brings up all these issues about inequality between the rich and the poor about um, mental health and how society can fail people with mental health problems but it doesn't know what it wants to say about them you know it doesn't have a kind of cohesive idea now having said that it's a lot of fun it's great fun and like I say as, as a character study with Joaquin Phoenix it's brilliant um, it is. I don't know why it's called Joker. Like it could have just been called Walking Phoenix has a nervous breakdown, <laughs> but they wanted to cash in, I guess, on, yes. on a thing. And people will go and see it because it's called Joker. You know, mm. um, I'd be interested to see what they do with this character now. Is it going to just exist by itself? Is uh, he going to pop up alongside Robert Pattinson in the next Batman? I Who don't knows? think so because okay. this is set in 1981. He okay. would be 60 something, I think, if okay. Robert, unless they make Robert Pattinson's thing a, a, a period piece as well. Um, I mean, it'd be interesting enough if they just kept it, you know, as, Even it, as is. it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a different type of Batman story. But I guess what I really liked about it was the stuff that wasn't. Batman you know okay. what I mean and you know what interestingly as well uh, somebody chatting to me earlier on their 17 year old son mm. went along to it and he gave his synopsis he said it's absolutely brilliant um, really enjoyed it very very dark and yeah. a lot of unnecessary gun uh, violence and a lot of right. and this is from a 17 year old that okay. is fairly That's into his gaming yeah, yeah, yeah. and fairly into all that sort of stuff on, on games and stuff so he said it was unnecessarily violent would yeah. you agree or um I don't know. I'm reticent to kind of say that um, because only because I think what's disturbing about the violence is this in this is it's very realistic. You know, okay. I mean? there's a, co- a couple of scenes with a gun where you kind of go. It, it, it brings up the spectre of all these mass shootings in, in America that mm-hmm. is happening. I don't think movies can be blamed for stuff like that. You know what I mean? Movies don't have agency, but people who make films have agency. I think the story that they wanted to tell, they they've told yeah I, I I wouldn't call it unnecessary OK OK so. OK it lends to the story Yeah. Now, moving on very quickly because we've got a lot of uh, stuff to recommend in terms of um, I better just say because I'll be yeah. hung oh, yeah. four, four, oh, stars. Stars. four stars four stars four, four stars. stars OK yeah. four stars so that's not yeah. his regular three that he knows No 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 <laughs> No it is it is worth seeing it's go ahead and see it yeah. uh, OK so Netflix recommends a lot of people talking about this I am so excited about this I will be watching this for sure tonight if uh, I get the chance um, but this is the final Follow on from Breaking Bad, the TV series that had us absolutely gripped to Netflix and uh, it is the Breaking Bad movie. Yes, El Camino it's called and basically it follows the character Jesse Pinkman and uh, it's the sequel to Breaking Bad so it kind of sees what's happened to him after the, the series ended. Uh, we have a clip. We yeah, do have a clip and it from explains the a little bit yeah. more. And it, by the way, does, does it have spoiler alerts if you haven't no, seen no, Breaking Bad? No, no, this is from the teaser. So, well, do you know what? If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, just shame on you at this point. <laughs> I haven't go. seen Breaking Bad. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I ain't said like 500 times already. 
I have no idea where he is. Don't know where he's headed either. North, south, west, east, Mexico, the moon. I don't have a clue. But yo, even if I did, who wouldn't tell you? Because I've been watching the news, same as everybody else. I seen that little cage of his they kept him in. I heard about what all they did to him to make sure he kept cooking. So sorry. I don't know what to tell you. No way I'm helping you people put Jesse Pinkman back inside a cage. Yes, so this is El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. What are we thinking? What? Well, you haven't seen the series, no, so you I have a clue. lot of binge watching to do to catch up before <laughs> I watch. Do I have to watch Better Call Saul as well? Or no, this? Okay. that's just an add-on. But just in okay. a nutshell, essentially, the series focuses on Walter White. He is a chemistry teacher. He doesn't get paid very much, and um, he is diagnosed basically with stage four cancer. They can't afford the medical costs, but he notices that uh, if he sells a lot of crystal meth. <laughs> Essentially, right. he can become uh, quite loaded. Okay. So, uh, not only in terms of the treatment, but initially he thinks that he is going to die. So he wants to provide for his family. Uh, being a chemistry genius, he comes up with this amazing crystal method that everybody in the streets is going wild for. He teams up uh, <laughs> very with, with his very Moorish that meth. Uh, he teams up with uh, his ex student, who is Jesse Pinkman, who is a drug dealer, and uh, yeah, basically they get into right. all sorts of scrapes. So that is the sort of premise That's for funny. Breaking Bad. Now, I, I said I hadn't seen it but I've not been living in a cave for the yes. last 10 years well, I didn't totally know all that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. if you have seen Breaking Bad you will know kind of what happens at the end without spoiling it too much so let's just say this is a Jesse focused film Jesse focused yeah. film yeah good, okay good. so that's it uh, so listen thanks so much for another jam packed yeah, yeah. reviews and see you next week it's me Nice place you've got here. Lots of space. Ah, Vicky, we will have a talk. Very upset. We were having dinner. I was a man doing well with a beautiful woman. And without so much as an apology, you ran off with that sideshow phony. You know, Vic, I've recently had a tragedy in my life. Alicia threw herself out of the window. Oh, my God. But you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Eleven to one on LMFM with Gilmore's. See the complete Mercedes-Benz range, including the new A-Class four-door saloon, the new sporty CLA four-door coupe, and the luxurious new GLE formatic. The largest display of certified approved used Mercedes-Benz, plus great offers, discounts, and finance. Gilmore's Kings Court or Gilmore's.ie. L-M-F-M.